What's up, everybody? It is Max Fun Drive. Yeah, it's a little bit of a different one this year. It's a little bit of a later one this year. It's a little bit of, of a more remote one this year because, uh, as with everything else, COVID-19 came in and goofed it all up. If you are new to Troubled Waters, welcome to the Max Fun universe. We're happy to have you. Maximum Fun is artist-owned. It is audience-supported. So that means when you become a member, you are affecting our ability to keep doing this show. Uh, you are affecting many, many other fabulous podcasters' ability to do their show. And you are affecting Max Fund's ability to plan for other future shows. The family is always growing. And that is thanks to you. Um, here's what we ask you to do. Please choose a monthly amount that is comfortable for you. The majority of people give maybe five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month. Some from there find that they want to upgrade to 20 bucks a month or 35 or even 100 bucks a month or more. It is really all about what works for you. Here's how you do it. Go to MaximumFun.org slash join. You can see all of the ways that you can give. Uh, please join us. We love doing this show every time I go to the Maximum Fun offices. And by the way, the idea of going to any office right now is an exotic, erotic thrill. But going to Maximum Fun always makes my day. It is full of happy, positive people doing interesting work that they are passionate and excited about. And their ability to do that comes directly from our members. So please join. Happy Max Fun Drive, everyone. Hey there, folks. I am Dave Holmes. Welcome once again to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture there is because, frankly, it is the only thing that is keeping us rooted to the earth. Now, in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale, but that's too complicated right now. We're all fucking stuck at home. So now, since we're all recording from our, from our bunkers, wherever we are in this world, we're mixing things up a little bit. We're keeping it fresh. We're keeping it youthful. We're keeping it simple. We're keeping it so that uh, Christian doesn't have to explain mic setups to people all across the country. We're keeping it very simple. To win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical expertise, the the college degrees they may still be paying off, to earn the Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. The Pundit Emeritus title automatically gives a person's opinion on, let's say, for example, that Tandy Newton interview that just dropped today. More weight than a civilian's. Use it, use it wisely. Well, you can't really leave your home, so you will just torture the people you live with with it, but that's not important right now. Let's meet our teams. Our first contestant is a comedian. I would call him a legend. He hosts the podcast Doug Loves Movies and the brand new podcast Wide World of Dougs. It's Doug Benson. Hello, Doug. Hey, how you doing, Dave? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm excited by the premise of your show because I'm great. You know, I'm also a big pop culture fan, and good. Uh, you know it's fun to branch out and uh, not just talk about movies. I love it. What what have you been watching? What have you been consuming during uh, the lockdown? I've been binge watching a lot of uh, television programs. Yes. And um, I can't recommend uh, binging Pose enough to people. I'd That's say it to, go to the grocery store and just tell people because um, it's so it's so dramatic, but uh, and, and amazingly uplifting and forward thinking all all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, First, first, I, like, first couple episodes a little rough, but then yeah. it gets really good. 
season two is another level. I mean, just Billy Porter in a crazy outfit singing a song, and I, I'm Give happy. It to me. <laughs> give it to me. Give me, give me Sandra yeah. Bernhardt as a gruff nurse. Oh my God, Sandy's so good on that show. <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah, I could not agree more. I, I too just yell at people to watch that show as though I'm yelling at them to wear a mask. And they just think you're asking them to pose. It gets very confusing. Yeah, it does. It gets very confusing. Um, <laughs> all right. Our second contestant is a comic. He's also a Doug. And what a coincidence. He also hosts the brand new podcast, Wide World of Dougs. It's Doug Mellard. Hello, Doug. Hello. Thanks for having me. You're in a King Lizard and the Gizzard Wizard t-shirt. Oh, you my are God. In, you are in Nicolas Cage trousers. <laughs> That's um, right. <laughs> you have... You have what I would call the platonic ideal of uh, lockdown hair. <laughs> yep, it's, you it's are, coming out. You get in your life. How uh, how you how are you? I'm great. Uh, I am in Santa Fe during all this. Uh, we've been here about three months. We packed yeah. for about two weeks and yep. thought we were going to be here for two weeks, maybe a month, and we've been here since late March. It's crazy. Wow. But uh, wow. yeah, are you a big King Gizzard I fan, by it. the way? I know them. I know of them. I don't know them well enough. They're, oh my god! One of those that will play a festival that I'm at. And I'm like, I should go see them. And you you them. should, yeah. Live, it's one of the best live shows I've ever been to. They're so okay. good. Yeah. Okay. Check right. them out. I will just, you know, we have been talking about just doing a music festival in the backyard, which means uh, <laughs> making a Spotify playlist and eating mushrooms and going. Yeah. Um, so now. <laughs> That you have met our players, it is time to see who has the better grasp of what really matters this week in the world of pop culture. Players, I will give you each a chance to tell me what you think is the most important, the most possibly tragically overlooked story or person or event or coping mechanism of the last week or two. Doug Benson, I will start with you. Well, I got to tell you, this one, you know, might have just hit the right buttons for me. I am a uh, big fan of game shows. Yeah. And I watch uh, five days a week, pretty much every day, I watch The Price is Right. Okay. Now hosted by Drew Carey, but still right. promoting, neutering, and spaying your pets. And because I love watching people win stuff, you know, lots of stuff. They win really yeah. big prizes on that show and stuff. But this week, they're rerunning from Grammy Week uh, episodes of the show that they called Music Week, where each day they have different people from the world of music just there helping to give out the prizes. Yeah. Uh, they don't really perform it any much music. <laughs> They're just there. And Drew <laughs> Carey just keeps saying that they want a Grammy or whatever. And uh, <laughs> so. Like who? Uh, uh, well, I'll tell you, the one that brought me so much joy, you could find clips of this, I'm sure, on uh, YouTube. Uh, it's uh, Anderson Pack. Uh -huh. Am I even pronouncing it right? P-A-A. You are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm very unfamiliar with his work as a musician, but I already love him as a person because yeah. he could not have been, he was as excited as the players every time somebody won something. And it's so joyous to watch because, you know, he really has no role there other than, hey, look, it's Anderson Pack. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, but that's it, it made me so happy. It was so great. And then today, uh, Fallout Boy was on this morning. And right. two guys from Fallout Boy. And 
and they just sort of stood around and it was kind of weird. That's, that's it, disappointing. It wasn't as joyful. So I've, <laughs> I've already know. been, that's the world we're living in now is I've already come way down from the excitement yeah. of the That's Fallout Boy though. They're jaded. <laughs> They've been in this business for a minute. If you like game shows, do you know about the television network called Buzzer? Uh, yes, I've heard of Buzzer. Oh. Because it's a it's subscription rude. thing? No, no. But no, I think it's on like, you can get it on some like regular like analog televisions um, because it's it's like the kind of thing that like if you never got a cable box, Buzzer is for you. It's all game shows of like the 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, so you can get it like on terrestrial television or you can get it through Pluto TV, which is a free app. Oh, okay. Um, that has like a bajillion stations on it and Buzzer is one of them. And you can watch Supermarket Sweep. You can watch um, Card Sharks. You can watch, and I'm sure I've mentioned this on this show before, my favorite thing that has ever happened, which is the one season, 1983-84, Match Game, Hollywood Squares, Hour. They, oh, they, no. they, they put those two shows together yeah. with, with Gene Rayburn hosting the Match Game portion, uh, Bowser from Sha Na Na hosting the cool. Hollywood Squares chunk. Uh, guests <laughs> include Edie McClurg, Ed Begley Jr., um, the whole cast of We Got It Made, um, Nidra Volz, the uh, the uh, elderly housekeeper from a couple of seasons of uh, Different Strokes. Um, Jim J. Bullock, so on meth that his jaw is up over his head. Uh, it is absolutely perfect, and it's on at 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. Pacific time every night, and I never miss it. I've seen each episode uh, like three times. I'm in. I'm in for that. That yeah. show sounds yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. amazing. Yeah, the question... Did Edie McClurg ever get into cocaine? Will be answered when you watch the match game Hollywood Squares. Oh, yeah. Uh, Doug Mellard, how about you? What what do you want to bring the world's attention to during this Uh, difficult time? Well, first of all, with that last show, you had me at Bowser from Sha Na Na. I was in. Uh, It's him as John Bauman. He's not in character. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Was Peter Marshall... Peter Marshall was already... Like he was just retired? He didn't want to do it? I think probably the network said that he was too old. I think they needed a young, fresh Bowser energy. Would they have maybe <laughs> would they have maybe brought Peter Marshall back if he changed to his real name, which was Lecoq? Is that true? <laughs> what? Yeah, I think his real name is Lecoq. <laughs> Peter Lecoq? Yeah, look, look it up in the uh, internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look it up in the internet. That's what I'm going to do. When I was a child, uh, my older brother, we each had uh, these toy guitars that, you know, you can't really play. And he had a Shanana guitar. And one day he uh, tried to break it over his knee like a real rock star. And he did. And then he cried for like several hours. <laughs> oh, no. That's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> So I don't know if you guys saw this, but did you see the story about the Australian guy that fought off a snake while he was going 76 miles per hour? No, I didn't. That's a fast snake. Tell me. Tell me everything. Uh, It was an Australian man, of course, uh, although it sounds kind of like a Florida man story. But it basically uh, Crocodile Dundee had a snake in his car and he was like speeding down the highway and he fought it off with a knife and a seatbelt. And it was trying to, like, wrap around him. And they say it's a highly venomous snake. And he fought it off, and he was pulled over by the cops. And the guy's just frantic and screaming at the cops. And uh, 
It just sounds like the most Australian man that's ever lived, you know? <laughs> For sure. For a sure. Guy, yeah. It sounds like it could have been in the movie Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. No, I'm going to look this up the second we get off here. So There's a video I'm, clip. Yeah, check it out. Okay, great. Are yeah. we looking at game shows versus Australian snake defense high speed <laughs> mechanisms? <laughs> we'll find a way yeah. to shorten that. We'll find okay. a way to shorten yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because that will be your buzzing word, Doug Miller. Okay. Uh, game shows will be yours. Um, let's get into it. We're going to start with uh, a game we like to call Help Dave Decide. Um, the summer movie season is, of course, canceled. Uh, I am looking for ways to get my fix of movies. I know you're both fans. So today I'm going to ask you for a series of movies recommendations to scratch various itches that I find myself having. Maybe some folks in our audience have the same ones. When uh, one of you has a strong opinion on what movie to recommend, buzz in, make your case for it. Then the other player must pick another movie to recommend. Uh, you will debate whose choice is the best. I will award points based on whoever convinces me to watch their film. It could be a classic. It could be something new. It could be some some small film that fell through the, the cracks. It could be some shit that you made up and are pitching me right now. Whatever the fuck you want. Um, so let's get into it. First, uh, just in general, I'm looking for a good broad comedy. Just something just something that's going to take my, my mind. Doug Benson. Of the world make me laugh. Doug Benson. I mean, I'm supposed to say uh, game show. Game show. <laughs> yeah, game shows would be better, but I'll take Doug Benson. <laughs> uh, game show. I would yes. like to say, I would like to uh, offer up, because this question came up on Twitter the other day, and without hesitation, when someone asked for a perfect movie, I answered this, but I also think it fits perfectly into the idea of a broad comedy, but it's not like, it's not like everything else. It's unique. And it's called Young Frankenstein. Okay. Tell me everything I need to know. Young Frankenstein is an amazing parody of the Frankenstein films made by the great Mel Brooks in black and white, using old sets from old Frankenstein movies. And not only is it hilarious, but at the end of the movie, it's actually emotional you're actually moved uh at right. the end of this film or at least i was and always am okay. and just all the jokes land it's just fun and old-fashioned at the same time it's like it's, it's such a miracle of a movie that he and gene wilder who, who stars in it mel brooks doesn't even appear in that one um but uh man the two of them uh came up with a just a just an incredibly perfect movie. I like lots of things each of them have done separately and together, but that one to me is the, the, the best of both of them. From the deep, dark recesses of the mind of Mel Brooks. I love him. Young Frankenstein, starring Gene Wilder as Dr. Frankenstein. That's Frankenstein. But what about your grandfather's work, sir? My grandfather's work was doo-doo! Don't miss Young Frankenstein, personally directed by Mel Blazing Saddles Brooks in black and white. No offense. Okay. You know, I saw it when I was a child, and and I laughed because my older brothers were laughing, and I <laughs> like I never really thought any more about it, and I never revisited it as an adult now that I have a full and deep and rich appreciation of Madeline Kahn. So I need to get back to that. Tough one to follow, Doug Mellard. Oof. What's your recommendation? Yeah, I think I got it. Uh, although it's not labeled a, a, officially a comedy, 
I would say the movie Roadhouse is the funniest film I've ever okay. seen in my life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I rewatched it the other night and I laughed consistently start yeah. to finish. And unlike, uh, you know, Young Frankenstein, it's all completely accidental. Um, right. But yeah, it's the story of uh, a bouncer, the world's greatest bar bouncer that gets hired to go two states over but somehow he's famous. Everybody's heard of him because he's the best bouncer ever. Yeah, and yeah, uh, you know he, a good bouncer. Yeah, and yeah, you hear the names bandied around. Yeah, state uh, states away, mm-hmm. uh, and he is hired to bring order to this bar uh, that's called the Double Deuce. That's very rowdy, uh, where Jeff Healy performs behind chicken wire because people throw bottles at him. Uh, and he wouldn't and, see it coming. No, and uh, oh boy, they. <laughs> Uh, he not only brings order to the bar, but also to uh, the town itself. There's basically a war is waged. Um, John Doe from X is in it. Can't ask more than that. I love John Doe. Uh, but uh, and uh, to top it off, the cherry on top. There's some uh, throats being ripped out by one Patrick Swayze, and uh, oh man, it's just brilliant. Patrick Swayze is dog. I thought you'd be bigger. Opinions vary. When he's around, anything can happen. He may be hard to handle. I keep talking, you're going to go off thinking I'm a nice guy. I know you're not a nice guy. But he's easy to like. Patrick Swayze. For that line of work, I thought you'd be bigger. (laughs) Gee, I've never heard that before. Roadhouse. Oh, there's, there's 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 multiple cherries on this one. It's really, yeah. it's really, uh, you know, I'd I'd say you win, you know, in terms of uh, like just sheer over the top. You know, you just might get the the giggles watching Roadhouse, yeah. but uh, right. but you know, the question was com. You, he did ask for a comedy, and I do like yeah. an intentional one. That's true. It's very close, but I must I must play by the rules in this one. Thank you for reminding uh. me, Doug Benson. Point, go, re, point really goes to Madeline Kahn. Um, okay, now now I want to go the other direction. I need something. I need a catharsis. I need something to let the emotions out. Give me a movie that will make me lose my shit crying. Oh, God. And I will tell you this. I went for a run this morning, and Wide Open Spaces by Dixie Chicks came on, and that made me full body sob on the sidewalk while running so wow. i'm an easy get so keep that in mind <laughs> okay keep that in mind. uh australian man <laughs> yes uh <laughs> uh i'm gonna go with roadhouse no just joking uh let's say uh this is kind of out there but logan have you seen logan the wolverine the movie wolverine but one no yeah and, you know like we made uh we recommended it to some friends the other day that had never seen it because they just discarded it as a comic book movie Right. But it's a great story, and my wife bawled in the theater. Like, there is some tearjerker moments in it. You're saying uh, all of her hair fell out. Yeah. There was a... <laughs> all right. But, uh, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to listen. Yeah. I'm it's willing a, to try that. Yeah. It's, it's got depth to it. It's not just okay. an action, you know, normal comic book movie. It's, uh, you know, I can't give any spoilers for why you would cry, but... Uh, it takes you on an arc. And the whole thing is that Logan Wolverine is someone that doesn't have a lot of uh, empathy or, or feelings towards anybody else. And uh, he's f- kind of forced to, he's put in a position where he needs to 
have a little heart here and there. And uh, it's got, yeah, it's got a nice little story arc. It's a fun film. Logan, what did you do? Charles, the world is not the same as it was. Mutants. They're gone now. Where is she? Beneath the stains. She's like you. Of time. Very much like you. The feelings disappear. She needs our help, Logan. You still have time. It'll make okay. you cry, possibly. I can dig it. I can <laughs> dig it. It probably will. Honestly, a lot of good acting in it, you know. Uh, uh, great. Patrick Stewart's really good in it as uh, it's you know kind of a different approach to the uh, character he's played in all the X Men movies. Right. Because uh, he's kind of old and and lame, but also still passionate about. And, and what's the the tall British guy? I can't think of from The Office. I can't think. Even Merchant's great. Yeah, he's awesome. Oh, right, right on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's got right. interesting. Uh, you know, it's got some interesting actors in there. Uh, Eric LaSalle from uh, yeah. ER and Coming to America, who, who we haven't Ooh. seen much of because I think he directs. Oh. Uh, he's in it, too. Okay. And yeah. Richard, Benson, e. Grant, your... Richard E. Grant is in it. Oh, Jesus. How have I missed it? I think I dismissed <laughs> it as a uh, Wolverine movie because I got tired after the third X-Men movie. Right. right. Yeah. Which really took it out of me. But it's like a, uh, it's a real it's movie. It's its own like, thing. It's yeah. a real standalone okay. movie, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Doug Benson, what you got? Oh, uh, what makes a Doug Benson cry? <laughs> Not Logan. What kind of weirdo would cry at Logan? My wife. Um, you know, it's just like, especially since you're, I don't want you to, you know, cry out all the, all of your fluids and then, and then expire, Dave. But have you ever seen Marley and me? Doug Benson, yes, I have. <laughs> I can cry just thinking about it. If I ever get to act yeah. in a role where crying is needed, I'll just think of Marley and me. Yeah. We, our dog, uh, our former dog, uh, had basically a bald spot down his back from us watching Marley and me and him sitting in between us oh. and us just petting him so furiously. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that was that that really that did it for me. That did it for me. That honestly, I'm tearing up now, so I'm just gonna hurry up and give the points oh, to, I got uh, to Doug okay. Miller. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, all right. I'm in the mood for something just completely, utterly mindless and fun. It could be an action movie. It could be an adventure movie. It could be just be something fun to look at. It could be something sexy. I don't know. Just something really mindless and fun that will distract me. Anyone can jump in. I go game show. Um... I, you know, have championed this movie for 10 years now and will continue to do so. Uh, hopefully they, they want to try to do some 10th anniversary screenings, uh, you know, this summer, but we'll, you know, we'll see how that goes. But uh, the movie is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Okay. It's most of those things you said. I don't think it's mindless, but it's definitely sexy, action, fun to look at, you know, colorful Edgar Wright's such an inventive filmmaker that, like, I can watch so all good. movies over and over again because they don't have boring parts. Scott Pilgrim? Hi, I was thinking about asking you out, but then I realized how stupid that would be. That's okay. You should just sign for this, all right? So do you want to go out sometime? I say yes, we sign for your damn package. So, yeah, 8 o'clock? Mr. Pilgrim! 
I'm Ramona's first evil ex-boyfriend. What? Wait, we're fighting over Ramona? Didn't you get my email explaining the situation? I skimmed it. Mm -mm. The Michael Sarah of it kept me away. I think he he had reached saturation for me, and I oh I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, there was lots of, uh, you know, it, it did poorly at the box office and then has built up, a, you know, a cult following and everyone else in it, in addition to Michael Sarah, not only is very good in it, but also, it, you know, it's just all people that have, you know, continued working and, and doing great things. So like it's a it, it's a fun watch, especially now, I think. OK, fair. Doug Millard. I will. I'm going to kind of book in my answers. I started with Roadhouse. I'll end on MacGruber. Uh, which oh, has boy, a lot of yes. Roadhouse in it. <laughs> he does throat throat rips. All McGruber actually was supposed to see it with Benson at South by years ago, but I, I had a, I had something going on. But man, it is the commitment to the lunacy by all the actors just makes it perfect. It's they really go for it. Uh, I performed at a comedy festival, fun 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 fest. Remember how great that was, Doug? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, so good. I ran into Val Kilmer. And I walked into the his tent. I wasn't supposed to be in. I had had some drinks, and I yelled Dieter von Kunth, and he looked at me like he wanted to murder me. But then we had this long conversation about how much he enjoyed doing the film because he just said that it, the 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 commitment to how crazy over the top they were. He just loved working on it. I'm going to turn Washington D.C. into a pile of ash. He's known only as Dieter, and until now, he's been unstoppable. What the world needs is a hero who's so top secret, we don't even know his full name. Hello, MacGruber. MacGruber and his team will rid the world of evil once and for all. I cannot wait to cut off your <laughs> and shove it in your Damn it, MacGruber. MacGruber. Where have you been? I just took an upper decker in the master bathroom. Upper decker? Yes, where you take it. Number two in the water tank and not in the bowl. You look great. The sex on the tombstone is now yeah. replaying in my head. It's so It's good. perfect. It's perfect. You know, again, point to you, Doug Mellard. Let's recap our scores after round one. Oh, no. Christian Duenas is working on it. By the way, I have uh, two great, terrible, mindless movie suggestions. Both are in their entirety on YouTube. And I must tell you about them. Yes. Um, one is called uh, Ben and Arthur. They're both gay themed. One is uh, the first one is called Ben and Arthur. It's about um, a young couple in Los Angeles right after right in that brief window in like the aughts when when same sex marriage was briefly legal in Hawaii. And then and then, you know, there were like there was back and forth and courts and whatever. It's it's about a, a young gay couple that wants to get married and all of the things that happen. And you watch five minutes of it. and You're like, oh, OK, I think I have. I have a feeling for how crazy this movie is going to get, and you, you, you don't. You just oh, don't. Yeah. It's on YouTube. <laughs> it's it is. In fact, both of these movies are my favorite kind of thing, where it's written by, directed by, edited by, produced by, starring, scored by. Like it's all one person, right? Um, yeah. The second one is called The Plug Lady, uh, and it is about a um, uh, a young a young up and coming drag queen in New York City and all that befalls her. Um, they're both amazing. They're both on YouTube. They will both be taken down. So please oh, take advantage well. oh, no. of this unique <laughs> opportunity. Ben and Arthur and the plug lady. And then I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Uh, Christian, the scores. Oh, boy. Australian oh, snake. Wow. 
the high velocity guy has three. Game shows only have one. How surprising. Um, oh, now it is time for a round we are calling. Not yet, Flicks. We've all had to come up with new coping mechanisms for life in lockdown. Some of us have taken uh, up crafting hobbies. Some of us have turned to drink. Some, like me, have done both. I'm infusing boozes, and it's great. Um, some of us have just pretended. I, I have a rosemary vodka that goes great in a Bloody Mary. Anyway, I, uh, aside from uh, making ooh, also a pineapple tequila that was very good, um, have been watching Netflix. And I am quickly getting to the point where I'm going to run out of Netflix. So in this round, I'm going to ask you to guess the names of streaming shows that don't yet exist. Okay? This is, this is okay. a wordplay. This is a wordplay category. Category okay. is wordplay. Okay. Um, <laughs> So for if uh, for example if I was going to say let's say uh, this show is a spinoff of Breaking Bad focusing on the legal career of the main villain in Star Wars: The Phantom Menace the answer would be Better Call Maul. Uh, but they, nice. they, but they'll of course it would be of course it would be of course it would be you'll get it you'll get it keep your buzz in words at the it. ready as we dive in number one this rebooted classic sees Anthony Jonathan Van Ness Karamo Tan France and the guy with the hammer Bobby uh, giving life changing makeovers taking people with low self esteem and transforming them into Shakespearean kings with three daughters and anger issues I uh, I tied one on last night my brain's a little behind <laughs> okay that's okay okay it's something about King Lear Oh my God! Why am I just super flicking? <laughs> the answer is Lear Eye. Lear Eye. Lear Eye. Oh Lear God! I knew it was something it. with Queer Eye. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Lear Eye. This is like I thought it was King Lear, but I couldn't get Lear yeah. Eye. That's yeah. amazing. It's okay. And Dave was even pointing to his eyes. Yeah, little, both of them, both of the eyes. <laughs> I was like, those guys um, are known for leering, are they? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay this Spielberg inspired series saw kids teenagers and adults facing monsters from the upside down who wore underwear which went right up their butt cracks Stranger Wedgies Stranger Thongs you dummy Stranger Thongs Stranger Thongs Stranger Wedgies is pretty good and some emotional <laughs> abuse from Doug Benson towards Doug Noyd. Uh Number three, this cartoon stars Will Arnett uh, as a washed-up 90s sitcom star who is part modern-day human and part Viking. Bojack Norseman? Norseman? Yes! Yeah! Yes! <laughs> Dang! That, that was the hardest one, and I got it, and I couldn't yeah, get the ear out. Got it in two seconds. Got it in two seconds. <laughs> Um, all right, number four. This Disney Plus drama follows a galactic bounty hunter who travels through time in his distinctively 80s car, which has been painted in Earth tone. Man, DeLorean. Man in a DeLorean. <laughs> She's close, but it's DeLorean, been painted man. in an Earth tone. Uh, Manda Wedgie. Tandalorian. No! The Tandalorian. Tandalorian. Oh, my God. The Tandalorian. Oh. I drank way too much last night. What did you have, Doug Millers? <laughs> I would watch oh, that. I... That would be a great show. The Mandalorian just goes on a beach vacation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he probably takes his helmet off and gets a little film. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I drank a bunch of, uh, it's called Rough Rider bourbon. It's so good. Wow. Uh, that sounds yeah. awful. 
I mean, I enjoy I, it's, bourbon. It's, it's a weird name, but it's it's a yeah. very smooth bourbon. It's great. I highly recommend okay. it. Interesting. I also ate very a lot of edibles and some mushrooms. Oh, wow. <laughs> you went for it, but that's Santa Fe, uh, right? That's yeah, Santa Fe yeah. life, man. Santa Fe. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> I will be there by evening. Um, okay, next. Uh, set in the 1950s, this comedy drama shows a young Jewish, Amer- Jewish American housewife discovering her abilities as a stand-up comedian. Uh, this woman is also an herb, often used with mozzarella and tomato. Uh, oh, marvelous Mrs. Basil? Yes! Basil! Hey! Mrs. Basil! <laughs> what we're seeing here is Doug Mellard, like, just really digging deep and finding his innate ability at Troubled Waters, and it's a beautiful thing. Um, next one. This Netflix sci-fi series from the Wachowskis follows the psychic connections of eight strangers from eight countries, all of whom are the vice president of the United States. <laughs> now, the listener can't see the face that Benson is making right now, but I can. I, I can't. Yeah, that one. You I got this. You got this. I don't think I have it at all. You know the Wachowskis. It's, yeah. There's, got yeah, that part. You know the show. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, that's right I was trying to jam Matrix into the title. The show. That's what I was doing. Yeah. yeah. It's the show. Pensate. 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 Ah, uh, there you go. When you guys get it, it, it brings me such joy. Um, okay. Um, finally, Natasha Leone stars in this comedy about a pickle stuck in a time loop. Russian dill. dill. Russian dill. Ah. <laughs> I wanted to like it, and then she said the word cockroach, and I was out. Oh, my God. Couldn't do it. That performance pulled me all the way out. <laughs> that happens Let's recap in episode our one? Yeah, it happens about 90 seconds in, yeah. Oh, um, wow. Christian Duane. No, it does. I, it, it happens early, though. Uh, okay, Australian uh, wrangling a snake in a very fast car has six points. Game shows have four. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Trouble Waters. All right. Yeah, it's a crazy world, and we know that there are a lot of very worthy causes uh, for you to give your money to. We know that. Uh, We know also that some people are not in a financial position to be Max Fund members. We all have to tighten our belt. Believe me, I get it. We understand that. Um, If you are in a position, though, to invest in this show, we really do appreciate you supporting our ability to make it. So please join. Go to MaximumFun.org slash join. You can see all of the levels at which you can give. Most people choose $5 or $10 a month. Some support at $20 a month. Uh, Some do more. We are grateful for whatever level of support you are comfortable with. It all makes a difference. Uh, This year, we have put together the MaxFun Game Pack. It includes a set of MaxFun branded dice in a velvet bag. Ooh, mysterious. Think of the D&D style games that you can play with that. Uh, they have the Rocket logo on them. Um, also, a deck of MaxFun-inspired playing cards. Each face card holds several designs nodding to shows on the network. They're like fun little Easter eggs. you got to go in and find them. Now, you know your Jordan Jesse Go. You know you're my brother, my brother, and me. You know your Can I Pet Your Dog. But a whole bunch of great new podcasts have joined the family recently. I'm talking about Fanti. I'm talking about iPodius. I'm talking about Triple Click. We are expanding and growing the Max Fun family. All of our hosts are working hard as we are going through this together to make sure that they have something meaningful to share with you during these challenging times. Uh, We are so grateful to all of you who support our ability to do what we love, not just for ourselves, 
but for all the people who enjoy what we do and can continue to do so because of your membership. So please join. It's a family. We want you to be in it. Hello and welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, with us, playing for the idea of game shows being the thing we should be paying attention to in mid-2020 is Doug Benson. And here playing for the idea that a, uh, an Australian person fully acting out Crocodile Dundee by wrestling a snake in a car that is going very fast down the highway is Doug Mellard. Uh, they are the, the stars of Wide World of Dougs. Tell me everything about it. It is a show hosted by two guys named Doug, uh, just exploring yes. the idea that I think there might be some great Dougs out there in the world that we don't know about, but it's not really, uh, it's, you know, it's the kind of name that in, you know, in fictional things they give to a character, it's never the cool guy. <laughs> right. Not a lot of hero Dougs. Yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> You know, so it's it's a it's it's an interesting name to have, but also just a silly jumping off point for uh, Doug Mellard and I to just get together, uh, you know, with other people, and uh, and just find, you know, try to find the the, the best Dougs we can. Um, Great. And then eventually, if things open up and we can take the podcast out on the road, it'd be fun to you know do shows where everybody named Doug gets in for free. And, uh, you know, and then we, and then we invite them up on stage and, and quiz them about what makes them, you know, why they're such a good Doug. I love it. I love it. <laughs> hurry up, hurry up world. Let's get this shit Doug. controlled. Doug Mellard, any standout Dougs so far? Uh, we'd love to, uh, have Dougie fresh on down the road. Oh, sure. Uh, other big Dougs, honorary Dougs. We had, uh, Neil Patrick Harris because of Doogie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Billy West voiced uh, Doug the cartoon. See, see, this is how pathetic it is. We're already just finding people that are cool that played <laughs> a character named Doug. Yeah, they're, they're all fictional Dougs so far. Yeah, so George Clooney is D- welcome on the show because his name was Doug <laughs> on ER. <laughs> We've got some work to do. We got Dougie Doug. There's also sure. uh, Doug Baldwin on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's uh-huh. lots of Dougs in sports and medicine and just areas that I I'd imagine don't... golf has a lot of Dougs. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They put a club in my hand when I was a kid, but it just didn't take. Didn't take? Didn't take? Oh, well. You found your place I was, in the world. I was named after two Dougs. My dad was best friends with two guys named Doug, and so his joke was that he never met a Doug he didn't like. So. Yeah. Which is a lot of pressure when you're a baby, you know. Yeah, we're gonna find some Dougs we don't like on this show. For yeah. sure. <laughs> you can do, yeah, you can do like you know the June of of Dougs you hate. Yeah. Just like a little mini, a little mini series. Um, and it, is it one of these uh, Spotify exclusives? And you sold like a three billion dollar ad deal, like Joe Rogan? No, but, but he platform. is doing a new. He's doing a new show about all the Joes in the world. It's called Cup of Joes. All the world's Joes. Cup of Joes. <laughs> Love it. Uh, next round is called Songs of the Cover. Um, to continue our theme of the summer music season, that isn't. We're going to play a game that celebrates the summer movies of years past, specifically those whose soundtracks went on to become the sounds of the summer themselves. As we reclaim those tunes for this terrible, terrible summer, other artists have reclaimed these songs as part of their own library in the form of cover songs. So for this round, we've collected a series of cover songs off of YouTube where anybody can put anything up at any time uh, of iconic movie tracks. We'll play snippets of the songs. You use your buzz-in words to buzz in and tell us what movie they came from. 
So you got to do the, you got to go a couple levels. What's the song? And then what's the movie? Okay. Wow. Okay. Song and movie. All we care about is the movie. Okay. Number one. Let's hear it. Now that your roses in the light hits the moon on the Oh. Oh. I see, man. Doug Mellard. Kiss from a... From a Rose by Seal, Batman Forever. It was Batman Forever. See, I would not have been able to guess which Batman it was from. I would have probably said I had Batman that... and Robin. You <laughs> had, had the soundtrack? soundtrack? Yeah, on tape, yeah. on cassette. Oh, Doug is obsessed with Val Kilmer. <laughs> Who can blame him? That was, of course, performed by Jack Black on American Idol. Uh, oh, all weird. right, number two. Real weird. Real weird. I really hate a trip, but I got a look. As I croak, I see myself in that pistol smoke. Oh, I'm the kind of G the little homies want to be like on my knees in the night saying prayers in the street. Oh, I don't have that one. <sighs> I did enjoy watching Doug dancing to it. Though. Yeah, it was fun to move around to it. Uh, did you? Should yeah, we listen to some more of it? You know, I bet we could even play the chorus and you still wouldn't get it because oh. so far it's so unfamiliar and deeply irritating. Been spending most their lives living in the gangster's paradise. Oh, wow. Oh, it's a uh, okay. game show. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's from um, uh, Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds. Is absolutely correct point to Doug Benson. Well done. That, of course, that performance is uh, from someone named Robin Adele Anderson with Postmodern Jukebox. That is my absolute least favorite, most abhorrent trend of the last 20 years. The thing of like, well, girl, like, and I yeah. looked her up and she is exactly what you're picturing. Betty Page, oh bangs, high-waisted, little pants, real cute. You know she can play a ukulele and she does a little, she like does a little rap song that drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> But good job. Yeah. Uh, point to Doug Benson. Uh, here's the next one. Game show. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Top Gun. <laughs> yes, Top Gun is correct. That was Danger Zone by Ohio's own Kenny Loggins, performed here by Nicole Forlida on her YouTube channel. Can I get a point for looking like Kenny Loggins during quarantine? <laughs> <laughs> Have you not as much though as uh, Zach Toscani? So I can't I can't give you that point. I don't know if you know that guy, but he looks. Oh exactly yeah, I love like Zach. Him. Like it's disturbing. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, number four. Uh, yeah, let's keep let's keep going. I think I, I'm gonna need to hear this chorus. <laughs> oh, gotta 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 take control. Oh, gotta gotta take control. Um, oh, Doug, uh, game show. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, You're both Doug. That doesn't help. It's Ghostbusters. Two. <laughs> oh, see, Doug Benson gave the Ghostbusters. Doug Mellard gave two fingers up in the air. You both did it. Point to both of you. Yeah, oh, wow. teamwork. Sticking That's right. Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. That uh, was covered by YouTube user and graduate of Mraz University. Uh, I am Kirby. <laughs> you put some real Raz, 
marazmataz into that. It was some real <laughs> marazmataz. Uh, number five. Oh, by the way, do you know Jason Mraz lives in San Diego, has an avocado ranch, and it's called the it's called the Maranch. Oh no way! Oh my god! Yeah, I swear to God, it's true. Yeah, it's really true. That's it's really the true. best, funniest news. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. I don't know. He made the first noise. He <laughs> did make the first noise, yeah. Doug Mellard. So let's, uh, let's give it to you. Men in, Men in Black. The theme, Men in Black. Right? Men in Black. That yeah. is the title track for Men in Black, covered by the church, by the Glades, uh, their channel on YouTube. They are an actual church. That is not just a mm. name for a group. Oh, wow. That was an actual church doing Men in Black for reasons I don't even want to know. Uh, <laughs> finally. In this sweet surrender, I could stay lost in this moment forever. Oh. oh, game show. Yes, Doug Benson. It's Armageddon. It's Armageddon. It's Armageddon. That was Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, covered by R&B group Amir, boldly taking sort of uh, whack rock songs and making them R&B when so many people have done the exact opposite, like fucking postmodern <laughs> jukebox and the lady with the Betty Page Banks. At the end of that round, the scores are as follows. Christian Duenas is putting them together. He is tabulating. Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Australian Snake Guy has nine. Game shows have eight. Oof. Oh, my God. It's a nail biter. It's just like the uh, the the hot dog eating contest. Did you happen to watch that this year? No. <laughs> it was done in total isolation without an audience. So it was just oh my God. people eating hot dogs in total silence. It was wow. Uh Okay. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more Trouble Waters right after this. Thank you again to everyone who has gone out of their way to support the show as a Max Fund member. You are the reason we get to keep doing this show, and we really are grateful. We cannot thank you enough. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing it with your friends. Thank you for getting in touch with us via social media. It's always so nice to hear from a listener of the show. Um, really, it's nice to hear from anybody on social media who um, isn't a dick, and you're not. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for joining. If you haven't done it yet, you can do so at MaximumFun.org join. Do it now while you're thinking about it. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for joining. We love you. MaximumFun.org.join. Happy Max Fun Drive, everybody. Be safe. Hello. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, with us playing for game shows, Doug Benson, and for Australian guys who strangle snakes at high rates of speed, Doug Mellard. Um, we were just uh, briefly discussing the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, which happened in an undisclosed location without an audience. And I say that it was exciting. It wasn't exciting at all. It was disgusting. Both the, the, the men and women have their own category. They both have strong, uh, like, they, they, have, they each have, like, Michael Jordans, right? So 
each one like the the female and then the male ate 20 more hot dogs than anyone else it was oh i don't even know why i watched or am still talking about it it was, uh, it was gross <laughs> i'm sure you can find it on demand anyway now it is time for a game we are calling the socially distant kissing book now the short form streaming app quibi legendary i mean i think we can culture existed before quibi and then there's now and it's just it's a completely it's a different world are, are you guys like what are you what are you what are you quick biting on quibi i don't have quibi because i've That's got weird. lots That's of weird. time on my hands the last thing i need is a network of really short shows <laughs> Yeah, that's strange because Quibi has totally revolutionized the entertainment industry. Doug Mellard, what's your favorite Quibi show? Uh, you know what? I I'm get it. I want to get into it now. Learning of this Princess Bride uh, remake that that that's, that's what that's what sold me. Exactly right. Uh, Quibi is of course a disaster. Aside from the reboot of Reno Nine One One, which was kind of just a sketch show anyway. You find out when you watch it in little six minute increments. Um, the rest of it is. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous and terrible. And it's too long to watch while you're waiting in line for something and too short to get involved in. And we're all fucking stuck at home now where we can sit and watch our televisions for hours and hours. So anyway, sorry, Quibi. Anyway, they are making a, uh, a celebrity fan film, kind of a remake of The Princess Bride. The Quibi version uh, will star Elijah Wood, Taika Waititi, uh, Keegan-Michael Key, even Patton Oswalt, along with his daughter Alice. It will be directed by Jason Reitman. Uh, Rob Reiner is playing the role of the grandfather, played by uh, Peter Falk, in the film. Inspired by that, today we're going to challenge you to tell us how you would create your own fan film version of one of your favorite movie scenes. Tell us uh, how you do it around the house, what household items you might use to recreate special effects <laughs> or costumes, how other actors would be represented in the production if you don't have a, an adorable child or spouse or, or pet available in the moment. If you'd like to, tell us what other celebrities you'd like to see take on other scenes in the film that can record on their iPhones. Send it to you as Gal Gadot with the, with the uh, legendary uh, Imagine video. Um, Doug Benson, you're a tiny bit behind. I'm going to have you go first. What movie would you choose to adapt? How would you do it? You have two minutes. They start now. Well, I think I got to go with the aforementioned Marley and Me oh because I feel like a reboot is in order uh, and this is this seems to be the perfect way to do it because the, the whole the whole show could just be uh, taking Marley to the doctor and then uh, and then the ending could be more uplifting it could be like I I, I think he's got about eight more months <laughs> 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 but no seriously I think there's some uh, <laughs> short version where marley lives is what i'd like to see jennifer aniston can keep her part okay. she's still <laughs> sure um but i would want i would want luke wilson instead of owen wilson if that's possible i think that's smart just because it'd be very smart. just be interesting to see you never get to see them step into each other's roles they're either right. both they're either both in the movie or only one of them's in the movie uh, so yeah, they should be like the London twins. They should just be like, yeah, flipping yeah, back and who forth. Can, who knows which London twin is which? Yeah, you don't. And you <laughs> no. shouldn't with the with the Wilsons either. Who uh, who would play the dog? Do you have a dog? Well, that's the thing. It would be a lot less sad if it was just like an inanimate object or something. <laughs> yeah, you know? like a photograph of a dog? <laughs> yeah, it could, maybe it could go ahead and let him die if it's just like, you know, a picture. 
Okay. So the story, the story you're still working on. The story's a work in progress. Oh yeah, I need to work on this. I mean, I'm just so excited sure. that you even suggested this project because uh, <laughs> I really think I could do a lot with it. <laughs> Great. Your time is up. Doug Benson, thank you very much for that pitch. We will take it into consideration. We we will validate you in the lobby. By the way, did you see on the uh, on the Marley and Me uh, subject, did you see a dog's purpose? No, because isn't it a bunch of dogs dying over the course of the film? They saw Marley and Me. They were like, <laughs> let's lose everything but the dying dogs. Oh, my so God. So it is, no. one, it. Dog, it is it. one dog soul traveling from yeah. dog to dog. Yeah. Oh, before wow. before the title is on the screen, it, it, the it, he's born into a litter of puppies that is then placed into a bag and like drowned or euthanized or whatever. Unbelievably insane. I've, I'm sure that I've said this before, but I saw it on a plane and I cried so hard the oxygen masks came down. I I, um, I have some questions. Doug Mallory. So, it, so this means yeah. In this version of the afterlife, dogs can't become anything else but other dogs. They don't get to. Exp- there is no. Past lives, they're but so they good can at only it. be dogs. They're so good at being yeah, dogs. Only, they're only dogs. Why would they True. change it up? Who wants a cat that used to be a dog? <laughs> Yeah, oh my God. No, 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 no. They stay dogs. They stay dogs. And here's the thing. Um, uh, a young Dennis Quaid has this dog and uh, and falls in love with it and bonds. And then, and then of course, the dog dies. And uh, and then it's like those their, their two souls kind of keep trying to find each other. And then they do. And I, it was it was oh, wow. unbelievably dumb. And then like literally every four minutes when a dog died, I would <laughs> heave and rack with sobs. Uh, anyway, uh, a dog's purpose, and there have been sequels, and I, I won't. Yeah, I won't, a dog's won't purpose too is about it's like shitty dogs that go to hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the real story. Uh, Doug Mellard, what's your remake? You have two minutes. They start. All right. So, because I'm in Santa Fe, we are lucky enough to have we're kind of backed up against some wooded area, and it goes down to a stream. So uh, I'm, I've got my wife and my dog, and uh, I'm thinking The Revenant, because I've got Leo's hair and beard already, and uh, Penny can either play the bear or a horse or multiple roles, my dog. Uh, Flynn, my wife, could play Tom Hardy's character. I'll be Leo. And uh, well, there, there's also a giant bear in this neighborhood, so we could also just have a bear actually attack You me. could get lucky. You yeah, could yeah, get lucky could, with casting. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and hopefully I, I fend him off with a seatbelt like the Aussie man. Um, oh, I love and I've also got, I don't even know how this joke started, but we have these uh, toy dolls laying around uh, okay. that I filmed okay. a bunch of goofy videos with. So mm-hmm. uh, they could play other roles. Uh, my brother sent me like a crate from some podcast he listens to that, I uh, had Kool-Aid in it, so I got red Kool-Aid for the blood. So uh, right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of a lot of de- a lot of violently dying children in this yeah. version <laughs> yeah. of the Revenant. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get Penny to come over here. Uh, but you know, you might be yeah. able to uh, you might be able to snag some great bear footage if you just go like walk around neighborhoods near mountains in uh, Los Angeles because. The pandemic's got bears just wandering the streets a lot. Every day on the oh, news, yeah. there's another bear wandering around. Somewhere. So you just watch the news, 
you know, be on bear alert. Oh no, what? That's not a bear. Look at Penny. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> oh, I love it. You By the way, also, uh, I bike through Griffith Park and I'm seeing coyotes left and right. Wow, yeah. It's crazy. And, I'm, and people in my neighborhood have been seeing them in the backyard. It's it's real crazy. Oh, by the way, your time is up, Doug Mellard. Oh, Excellent yeah. work. <laughs> like a, like a, a wonderful improviser, you used your environment. You, uh, you, used, you used the pandemic look. Five points go to you. Let's recap those scores at the end of our final round. This could be conclusive. This could be decisive. Yes. Christian, what do we have? Well, I can tell you right now, Doug Mellard is our winner. Congratulations, Doug. <laughs> Thanks. You're uh, you're an official pundit emeritus. Throw your opinions around yeah. with confidence and verve and a little marazmatas. Um, so okay. So before we go, um, let's plug what we're doing right now, and then to uh, to to write the karmic balance of the world. Uh, shout out something someone else is doing that you want the world to know about. Doug Benson. Oh, okay. Well, my friend Doug Mellard has a new podcast called Wide World Talks. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, that debuts on uh, July 10th. And then, Great. ooh, let me promote, oh, uh, Carmen Lynch is a very funny comic. She has a, uh, a new album out called uh, Vertically Obese because she's tall. Uh-huh. And, um, uh-huh. and it is, uh, it just made the move to all the, you know, streaming places, Spotify and whatnot, uh, today, I think. So try to find that. Great. Excellent. Doug Millard. I'm going to, I just found this out right before we got on. I'm a big fan of my morning jacket and they have a new album that drops Friday as well called waterfall too. So Great. I got really excited about that. This is honestly, you are presenting right now as someone who is very excited about a <laughs> jacket album. I have to tell you. <laughs> I got to see them live at Red Rocks uh, last year, and it was one of the best it. shows I've ever been to. So good. But yeah, really excited for that. Excellent. And then something you're doing. Uh, I will have a new album out uh, at the end of the summer, I think, uh, called Fart Safari 3, Fart Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> and of course, Wide World of Ducks. <laughs> Wide world of Dugs. I love it. Ah, <laughs> uh, Doug Miller, Doug Benson, thank you so much for being here on Troubled Waters. You there with the AirPods, thank you for listening. We will see you next time on Troubled Waters. Adios. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing. We're Doug Mellard. Yeah. Yay! Thank you. Doug Benson. Yeah. Yay. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Lady Tron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas and Laura Swisher, who is making a noise somewhere. And we all love you. Take care. Stay safe. Smooches. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.